Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Ooh, this is a fun episode. We told a little story. We shared one of our favorite quotes and we kind of got pretty deep. Like we got deep on some fears and things. We just really had an organic flowy conversation. It was really fun. And I think you're going to get a lot of value out of it. So enjoy. All right. We're starting today with a story. This goes back to Australia. You guys ready? My favorite quote, I'm going to read it later, but I'm in Australia studying abroad. I studied abroad junior year of college in Australia, had some, some developed some great friendships over there. And at one point I dropped this quote and I say, it's my favorite quote. And my buddy was like, what did you just say? And, and I recited it. And he said, my aunt wrote that. And I was like, no way. Your aunt's Marianne Williamson. So the quote is, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people will not feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I heard, first heard this in the movie Coach Carter, and I got like full chills throughout my body. I immediately look, looked up who wrote it, what this quote is, and it just has had a dramatic impact on my life every time I think about it because it brings me like these emotional feelings. And there's something about it, that gut, that intuition, right? Sandy and I are big in trusting our intuition and trusting our gut. And every time I hear it or heard it, it would just speak to me. So actually, was it for Christmas? Did you get it for me? For, I don't know. For something. Sandy got me the quote and now it hangs in my office and I see it every day. But it's something that we wanted to expand upon because I think it's so deep and it's so relevant. And I didn't understand it at first. But basically, when coming back to the story, when when my buddy said that was his aunt, I was like, oh my gosh, I still like, I'm going to get magnetic to this. I got to get her to sign it or something like a print of it to hang in my office. So that'll bring it to the next level. Even better. Let's get her on getting magnetic. Let's get her on. Marianne Williamson, when you hear this, we're formally and officially inviting you on to the Getting Magnetic show. (laughs) Um, She's amazing. And this quote, I remember when you first showed it to me and told me it was your favorite. And there's so many parts of it that are just so empowering. Let's kind of break it down. Yeah. So when I first heard it, I didn't understand it. I didn't like get it fully. It's that our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Just breaking that down. I think 
we think, right, that our deepest fear is that I'll fail or I'm inadequate or I'm not good enough. This is actually saying it's actually not that. It's not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. That's what we're more scared of, our power, our potential. What is it? So what, unwrap that for me. What does that mean to you? Exactly what you're saying. I mean, it's just mic drop on everything you're saying. So I think it's instead of like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. My deepest fear is like failing at something. It's like my deepest fear is how unlimited my potential is. And it's like, wow, I have this unlimited power and potential inside of me. But I know that to unlock and unleash that, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot of commitment and dedication and consistency and all the things. And I'm scared of that. And I think I heard this from, was it Les Brown? He said, the richest place is the graveyard. Because humans, you know, we go through life and we have these ideas and passions and things we want to pursue, but we never take action on them. And so the richest place, the place richest with ideas and inventions that were never made and all these things is the graveyard. And that's because our deepest fears were powerful beyond measure. We have that power inside of us. It's acting on it. So it's not actually that we're, we're inadequate or that we'll fail. So I think unwrapping that was huge for me. So let's keep going. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? That right there is so empowering to me. Because it's so easy to look at others and be like, they're brilliant, they're gorgeous, they're talented, they're fabulous. But so often when we think about ourselves, we don't see ourselves the same way people see us. Mm. We see ourselves as lesser or we want to shrink. And I love that this is like flipping the script, right? And then it goes on. You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people will not feel insecure around you. I want to unwrap that. That is so powerful. And that I, is huge. I think we've all felt that where you have these dreams or aspirations or things you want to achieve or do or places you want to travel or whatever it might be and you share it and others are maybe, maybe have some sort of reaction that makes you feel like, am I not? Like, I should play smaller. Yeah, what am like, I thinking? Oh, yeah, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that out loud. Um, and then you keep it inside or you box it up. And it's like, no, there's literally, like she says, there is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people will not feel insecure around you. I think that's huge because I think it's something we've all done. I know it's something I've done in my life where like, let's say you have this big idea or vision or whatever, or you have this thing that you want to reach for but you might be at a dinner or something or you're around people that might think it's crazy. We shrink often to our surroundings, to our environment, to our, who we are hanging out with. We always hear you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. When you surround yourself with dreamers and people who are moving and shaking and doing things like by osmosis, by proximity, that's going to be you. If you're surrounded by people who are like complain about life and all the things, that's going to be you too. So oftentimes we'll shrink to those around us, but our playing small doesn't serve the world. There's only one you in the world. And I truly believe we're all unique and we're here for a different reason and we have a different purpose. I love the quote, there's two life-changing days in our life, the day we're born and the day we figure out why. And when you figure out why you're here, that is like earth shattering. And it's your duty and responsibility 
not to play small. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking that purpose, that vision, that passion, your life, what you feel like you're meant to do so that other people won't insecure, feel insecure around you. Oh, I better not start that business. I better not go after this idea. It'll, you know, it'll make my family or my roommate or my spouse or my whoever, like it'll make them feel bad that I'm, I'm doing this. Or I signed up for the marathon or whatever it is. Earlier this week, Wade and I were at a business launch of a friend who is launching her business and her husband is away in the military, hasn't seen him in months. And so she's raising her sweet little daughter, a lot of it on her own. And at her launch, she was telling everyone there why she started her business. And she said, my ultimate dream is to bring home my husband so that military doesn't have to keep our family separate. Like that's why I'm building this business. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't help but notice two people audibly laughed out loud as if just like, (laughs) that's never going to happen. Like you're not going to build your online home-based business big enough to bring your husband home from his military salary. And I literally audibly spoke out loud. I said, that is absolutely tangible. I just had to reinforce her dream because I felt in that moment, like she maybe felt like she had to shrink just because other people were making, maybe making her feel insecure. Or I, I don't know if they made her feel insecure, but it was just like kind of, um, I mean, I think human beings naturally do that. We, we tend to bounce back to like, Oh, what's realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it reminds me of this quote, like that moment happened this week. And yeah. it literally just reminds me of this. So true. Yeah. And it's, it's easy to shrink mm-hmm. into other people just to people please and make sure they feel good. But like, It's your duty not to. It's your duty to play big into who you truly are. And then the end of the quote is, as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. That couldn't ring more true. We see that every day almost in our our business, in our life, where as you go for it, Go for the thing that you want to do. Go start the business, build the business, bring, you know, your spouse home from the military, um, train for the Ironman, go do the Ironman, whatever it is, like put that thing in your life that you really want to do as you let your own light shine in that sense, people are watching you and you're unconsciously without even knowing it, giving other people permissions to go after their dreams. When you are chasing your dreams, People around you are going to be inspired to go for theirs. When you say start a podcast and other people are like, whoa, I know Sandy and Wade, they started a podcast. It liberates them from their fears of maybe like, I'm not good enough. Like, like, wait, I can do it. I can do this too. As we're liberated from our own fears, our presence automatically liberates others. Where do you see examples of that? Or what do you think about that? I love that. It's so good. Um, I think we rise by lifting others. and we all rely on each other, right? We watch, we see, we're inspired every single day by people that don't even know it. And we inspire people every single day that don't even know it, right? Every single one of you listening, you might not even know it, but the way that you're living, the way that you show up in the world, it inspires people around you every day. And we don't always get that validation. We don't always get told that, right? But people are watching and people are influenced and people are affected by the way that we show up. And so this is reminding me of that. Like this is exactly just validating that how you live your life is having a ripple effect on people all around you. And so showing up 
imperfectly showing up in whatever way that you do is perfect because that is how it's like, that is leaking out onto others. I love it. It's like showing, I I feel like I have this obligation or duty in reading this that, and living by it, that I'm obligated to show up as the most authentic, like biggest version of me and not big in like the ego sense, big in like the, what, what do I want to do in the world? I'm, it's my obligation to show up as that because it's going to, propel me forward, but it's going to propel other people forward. It's going to give other people permission to do the same coming back to, I was trying to think of how I got inspired to do an Ironman, which I'm, I'm doing one in July of 2021 in Switzerland, pumped about it. But I remember seeing my buddy, Adam, shout out Adam Kakuska training for one. And I was like, that's really cool. And then he, you know, his race got canceled due to COVID, but he just went and did one around his hometown. And I was like, whoa, you know what? I knew Adam a year ago. And shoot, I was more fit and in shape than him a year ago for sure. And now he's been training for this. He just did it. Him doing it gave me permission to be like, you know what? I could go for that too. Then I learned about this, the Iron Cowboy doing 100 Ironmans in a row over 100 straight days. That's absolutely diabolical. Like, I can't even believe that. Is 50. Is it 100? He's done 50. He's now doing 100. Wow. So I'm like... It, ins- it again liberates me where I'm like, instead of looking at one Ironman is like, oh my gosh, that's going to be 12 to 16 hours straight of swimming, biking, running with no rest. Like I've never done anything like that. Instead of looking at it as like this huge thing, look at it as like, well, he's doing a hundred. I only have to do one. Like I only have to do one. And so I, I start to, it liberates me from my own fears, from my own hesitation and be like, you know what? I can do this. And it's very empowering. What this quote makes me think a lot of is childbirth. Um, mm. I It is a dream of mine just because I have some like deep-rooted fear around childbirth, um, just some trauma that I've experienced in my life, things that I've witnessed, um, that I know that my body was made for this. And hundreds and thousands of years ago before like modern medicine, like our ancestors gave birth naturally. Like that is what our body is designed to do. And I know that I can do that, but it scares the shit out of me. But then I look at people like our good friend, Erica Ulrich, she gave all natural birth to all three babies. And the way she talks about birth, she's like, yeah, it's, you know, there's definitely pressure. There's definitely um, intensity, but she doesn't call it pain. She doesn't like make it sound like this torturous experience. Like so many people talk about, or like you see in the movies, she's like, you are going to be amazing at this. This is a mental game. Like this is something that you can absolutely do. This is what your body was designed to do. You just need to get in the right headspace. You need to do the affirmations every day. You need to believe that you can do it and you will. And when I think of this quote, it reminds me of that because like my deepest fear is that I am powerful beyond measure. My deepest fear is like, like it's all tied in. Like my deep, my deepest fear is giving all natural childbirth, but then it's also that I'm going to rock it and then be like, why was I scared of that my whole life? Like that was the most empowering, beautiful thing I've ever done. And that's exactly what I was designed to do. And like, I don't know. That's, that's what I think of with this quote. That is amazing. Oh my gosh. I was, but seeing Erica and like Kelly Juni and, um, gosh, I could name off Brooklyn Powell. I know so many good friends that, um, Inessa Kabovitz or solo. Um, I have so many friends that have done this and I'm not judging people that don't desire to give all natural childbirth or that get C-sections or epidurals. Getting a baby here healthy and happy is the number one priority 
for me, I want to break through this limiting belief that birth could literally kill me and the baby. And I want to have this empowering experience that like, I'm going to rock this. Um, so this quote, like it's what you were just talking about, like seeing other people accomplish something is like, okay, it is, it has been done before. Mm-hmm. I can do it too. Mm-hmm. I w- you know, it's funny because as you were talking before you even brought that up, I was just going to spring on you and ask you like, what's your deepest fear? Is it giving all natural childbirth? I mean, I'm working through that. I don't want to firm that. Yeah. But it's definitely, I mean. It's how, okay because that can be would, a driving force. How would force you feel of an eight pound thing coming out of a small hole in your body? It's, it might be my deepest fear, but <laughs> we're both working through. Because like I still think about, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even have to have the baby come out. And it's, mm-hmm. so would you say that's it at this point in your life? Yeah. And then let's like go deep into that. Like the fear, is it? due to inadequacy or due to the the power, the possibility, the potential? Like what is the fear based in? I think pain. And like, you know, with my experience watching my sister give birth, mm-hmm. like I thought she was going to die. Um, and I'd seen her give birth before and it was like a smooth move. And then the second time I watched it, it was a very different experience. And I thought she was going to die. I thought the baby was going to die. It was a very different experience. So it triggered a lot in me. And I had to go to PTSD therapy. I had to do EMDR therapy. I told you for months I didn't want to have babies anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you and I are a great thing. Like, let's keep a good thing going. Why would we complicate things and, and, and introduce babies into our life? Like, and then you and I had all that like trauma in our marriage. Actually, we weren't even married yet. Um, just around that. And so I think it's just this like made up story that it could go like, why, why go through something that could potentially like ruin it all? like mm-hmm. death, right? Mm-hmm. Like there is that like fear. Right. Um, but I also just feel like it will be this ultimate breakthrough moment for me. Like if I can do that, I can do anything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to look to just take that in and look at it and through your prior experiences, but understanding now you want to go and do it all natural and know that you can, it's almost like you're grounding yourself in the fear. And, but then you're saying like, I am powerful beyond measure and Mm -hmm. pressure makes diamonds, right? I I would think that the reason there's so much that goes into birthing a new life, a new baby, because it's an absolute miracle and anything worthwhile, right? Isn't just easy snap of a fingers, whether it's growing a baby in your body for 10 months or nine, 10 months, or actually the experience of having the baby. And it is that like women, moms are like the best athletes in the world. I've talked to a few sports scientists, sports psychologists, chiropractors, different people. And I've read up on it. And it's like, what a mother goes through, that's a whole nother topic is the equivalent of like, an Olympian training for his craft for or her craft for four, eight, 12 years. And it's like, that experience of growing the baby and having the baby. So shout out quick shout out to all the moms out there. You guys are incredible. You make the world go round. You are equivalent to Olympic athletes as far as giving birth. And so I think, but coming back to seeing you, you're turning the fear. And I know pain drives you and it drives both of us and it drives most people. The fear and the pain of that into like, wait, I am powerful. I'm going to do this the way I want, the way I feel like my body was meant to do it. Let's Mm -hmm. rock. And just flipping the script and proving to myself that something that used to cripple me, that literally was going to stop me from ever starting a family is now something that I can like embrace and enjoy. And, um, I don't know, it's just kind of that whole, and it's not to say like, 
I feel like too, if you set the expectation of like, okay, I'm doing all the mental work and reading all the books and doing the hypnobirthing and listening to the meditations and doing the affirmations, we're really going deep on this birthing example, Mm -hmm. by the way. But um, let's say you do all that to prepare for natural birth. And then let's say something goes wrong or the baby's breached or something. um, Then, you know, thank goodness for medicine and modern technology where there could be a emergency C-section or whatever. But like in my sister's case, she was not prepared for natural childbirth. She Mm -hmm. went in just fully being like, yeah, I'm going to go get an epidural. I'm going to go have this baby. Well, the epidural did not work. And so when you go, like, I would rather prepare for all natural childbirth. And then if it doesn't work out, be like, oh, thank goodness for modern Mm -hmm. medicine, rather than go in and be like, I'm not doing it natural. Like, thank goodness for medicine. And then the medicine doesn't work. And then you're literally braving all natural childbirth without having done any prep for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, anyway, we're going on the shout out, here. shout out to Tanya and to Ellie. Yeah. Ellie is beautiful. And, <laughs> too, and yeah, she's like, flourishing in life. But uh, do you want to hear my deepest fear? I do. I do you know it? You. Um, I do. I know. I do. Is it okay. that? Is it like being mediocre? Oh, there she's making fun of me. She's, yeah. she's, yeah. Um, like fear, fear. That's is what, my deepest fear. Like you my, would cry in a corner over it. My deepest driving. No, I, mean, I don't like fear. cry in a corner for probably anything in my life. But <laughs> I, if we do deal with fear differently, maybe okay. my deepest rooted underlying fear is living an average mediocre life. And I know that sounds arrogant. It sounds egotistical, but I like, that's what I've identified. And it's been since a young child, like a young kid. There's always this like, I really, I want to be unique. I want to stand out. I wanted this. I, like I, the, the, the last thing I want to do is just kind of drift through life. And I think that's probably a lot of people though. And what I realized, the fear is not rooted in the inadequacy. Like, oh, I'll be inadequate if I just, if I just float through life average and mediocre and doing whatever and just doing enough to get by day by day. The fear is rooted in, gosh, I know I was made for more. I know I was made for certain things. And the fear is like, wow, I got to chase that. And that's not going to be easy because it to, to be unique, to stand out, to live into your purpose, to do all the things like there's going to, when you get out of line, right? When you step out of what's typical or the norms, you're going to get a lot of resistance. You're going to put a lot of obstacles in your life. And that's where the fear lies. Like, whoa, I have all this power within me, but it's going to take a lot of work to unleash that, to unlock my potential. Like, can we ever live up to our potential? I don't know, but it's always that growth, that striving towards it. I love hearing Matthew McConaughey always say, my hero is me 10 years from now. My hero, say I'm 31 right now. My hero is me when I'm 41. Like, who am I then? That's who I'm chasing. That's who I'm looking to live into. That's who I'm like, I don't know if it's competing with, but competing with. That's who I look up to. And so then it's like, that's my potential. I got to live into that. I got to move towards it. So that's that's my deepest fear. I feel like we think of it differently because outside of giving all natural childbirth, my biggest fear is losing you. Mm. Like, that's a fear. Like, we're thinking of fear differently. Like, I'm talking of fear that's like, would make me collapse to the floor screaming and desperate, like having lost a close family member and knowing what that's like, Mm -hmm. like the thought of ever having to go through that trauma again and losing someone like you that I'm like building my life with, or God forbid my siblings or my dad or close friends, like just 
loss of someone close to you is like one of my biggest fears because I've lived it before and I literally thought it was going to kill me Mm -hmm. from so much pain. So for me, like I understand what you're saying, but it just doesn't resonate. Right. And that's fine. And I think what we realized from our Enneagram testing back to last week is how different we are and how different things like my brain doesn't even go to fears. Like I, I don't like, I would say my deepest fear probably is losing you too. Like I can't, but I can't even fathom that my brain doesn't even go there. Like it won't even go there. And maybe that means it's my deepest fear, but it doesn't even accept, acknowledge, go there, anything. And it's like my natural wiring. And I'm understanding that more from the Enneagram testing. But anyways, how should we wrap this up? Let's wrap it up inspiring and firing people up. Let's wrap it up. Okay. So mm, this quote, it just has so much goodness wrapped up. Should we run it back? I feel like you should read it. I'm going to read it in my peaceful voice. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightening about shrinking so that other people will not feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it is in all of us. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Oh, mic drop. There it is. Anyways, go out there. Go live into you. Go live into you. It empower, it'll empower other people. Liberate yourself from your own fears and you'll, you'll give others permission to do the same. I love it. I love the message. We love spending time with you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. You might be thinking, gosh, what is, what is my deepest fear? And where, where, what is that grounded in? Where is it stemming from? If you got value out of today's episode, can I ask you a favor? Will you share it? Will you share it on social media? Will you share it, send it to a friend? Will you leave? If you love getting magnetic, if it adds value to your life, will you do me a quick favor? Pull over, do whatever, stop whatever you're doing right now. And give us a rating, review it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen. And we appreciate you. And thank you. Have a magnetic day. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic.